to our good friend from Yahoo Sports. You saw him tweeting his ass off yesterday afternoon. Good friend of the Freak Nation, if he's covering golf or if he's covering NASCAR, well, damn it, we'll get one of those from him when he comes here in the Freak Nation. And Jay Busby, you were there, of course, with what happened Saturday afternoon at Daytona. Were you one of, were you like me where you just didn't want much drama in today's race because of what happened with Kyle Larson's car and all the shrapnel going up into the stands? Yeah, there was certainly the potential for uh, cheap drama, wasn't there, or yeah. some kind of uh, something like that. You know, if we'd, if we'd had a horrible wreck, I think that, I, you know, fortunately, maybe it's because of the weekend. I don't know. Maybe we're going to be in for this. But uh, I am afraid that the, that the people who don't know a whole lot about NASCAR are going to be all over this one. Oh, that's a stupid sport. It needs to be outlawed. Why do we have it? Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I, I think that we may be in for some of that. But I think having a relatively drama-free uh, Daytona was maybe not the best thing for NASCAR fans, but uh, the best thing for the sport in the long run to not make a, a circus out of it. Well, certainly, Jay, where there was some drama was the pre-race grid. It seems like Aaron Andrews was getting hit up on by uh, 50 Cent. Did you see that? <laughs> well, uh, yes, I did. I wrote about it, and I, uh, I got lectured by all kinds of people. Even 50 Cent himself linked to uh, my story on his Twitter page, uh, Thankfully, he didn't put my name attached to it. I think I might have gotten uh, quite a few tweets that uh, I wouldn't have cared to read. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was fun. It's, it's all fun stuff. The, the great thing about the Daytona 500 is just you see that kind of collection of people there. Nowhere else in the world are you going to see this kind of people all crammed into one space. You know, you got 50 Cent, you got uh, Aaron Andrews, you got Zach Brown, you got James Franco, you got all of these people all in this one tiny little space. And it's a lot of fun, even if they don't know, you know. Jimmy Johnson from uh, Dale Jr., it's still fun to watch uh, all that play out together. No, that's one of the reasons I really love. I mean, of course, I'm born and raised in Indianapolis, but that's one of the reasons I love going back to the Indy 500 every year on Memorial Day weekend is because of the celebrities, and it's so true. You look at them going, you'll never come to another race ever. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I know that a lot of people... Uh, the diehard NASCAR fans won't, won't care for that, but you know it's all part of the, the, the grand fabric. Yes, they will never come to a race at Darlington. They they don't know the difference between Bristol and Talladega, but who cares? You know, just uh, enjoy it for a little bit and uh, and let it, let them ride on. Jay Busby, Yahoo Sports, joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. Jay, getting back to the fence, do you think we will see changes this year in some of the protection, some of the catch fence around some of these stadiums that NASCAR will be featuring this year? Yeah, I mean, I think that the danger is always the law of unintended consequences. You know, you don't know exactly how things are going to do and how things are going to go uh, if you start planning too much, too many changes. I think that this was uh, an unforeseen occurrence, but uh, not an impossible one. I think that the danger comes when you try to make too many changes too quickly, but I would be very surprised if you didn't see some tracks uh, taking out some seats to move people farther back away from the track to possibly address some of that. Of course, you know, as we saw, you had a tire fly 10, 11 rows up in the stands. They're not going to take out that many rows. But I think we will see some changes. We've seen NASCAR and the tracks respond pretty quickly in cases where we've had, like, safer barrier issues and things like that. So I think that we will see something along those lines. Jay, that's my biggest beef with all of this, and I heard it all over SportsCenter this morning and some other talk shows. I think Fox was another network that I was watching this morning. But 
yeah, everybody says, okay, let's move the seats back. But you can go back to 1996 in, I believe that was Charlotte. You can go back to the Indy 500 when the tire went up in, in turn four, and that was way up high. They're moving seats back, 10 rows, even 20 rows, isn't going to matter. The thing that matters is the height of the catch fence. I, why do we have this disconnect, and why is the focus on moving people back when really that's not the issue? Well, I mean, it's, it, you always look for the kind of the initial, I think that the simplest solution would, would be to move people out of harm's way, the simplest thought, get people out of harm's way. But, hey, you're right. I mean, there's, there's stuff flying all over the place. I mean, I heard there was debris that flew into the upper deck. I can't verify that, but from what I heard, there was debris up there. So what, are we going to move people, you know, back out onto the midway? I mean, what, what do we do with that? And the thing with the catch fence is, I was down at the start-finish line today. I went out to see the little Zach Brown band. You know, took a little bit of time off. I went and I stood there and I looked up. At the 22-foot-high catch fence, and I'm standing down on the, the bottom edge, you know, right at the apron, which is another probably 10 to 12 vertical feet. That's a long way up there. You know, that's a long way up there. And, and you wonder how much more, how much higher they can go, how much farther they can go. And I just, I, I'm not an engineer, so I can't even begin to, to guess at that, but maybe they could have a secondary fence right behind that, you know, or to, to, to combine with the catch fence. I don't know. I, I just... I wonder if uh, there might be a situation where there's overreaction where there doesn't need to be, and it, it might put the focus on elements of safety that don't need to be uh, don't need to be as addressed as other ones. Well, wait a minute, Jay Busby. I I couldn't disagree with you more. Oh, really? After accidents, uh, the Bodine accident at Daytona, the Carl Edwards accident in Talladega, we've seen other cars fly into the catch fence. Why is this a surprise that uh, we had a problem? This this shouldn't have been a surprise to anyone. Well, I think my my point with that necessarily is not that it's so much of a surprise, but can we? I mean, where, what are you saying? Are you saying it's necessarily the fence's fault? Are you saying that it's the car's fault? Because that's another issue. You know, I mean, the cars. We've been told over and over that they won't fly into the air, and yet here they go. I mean, that that yesterday that was that was scary because it just kept on going up. So, I mean, that's another element of this, that, that if the cars are staying closer to the ground, you know, I mean, are you suggesting that we ought to have more reinforcement on the tracks or more safety issues on the cars? I think there ought to be more safety issues with the cars combined with more uh, stuff and the, the higher fences or a double fence. Uh, yes, I, it, it doesn't seem much with just another two or three degrees from launch it doesn't take much to think that the car could get over that fence. They're going, yeah. they're going faster than some jetliners take off speed. Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying at all that we shouldn't do it. I just want, I, I'm I'm not going to pretend to be an engineer and say what would be best. I just would hope that that the the energies that are always put on safety. I, I'm not at all saying we should stand pat. But uh, the energy should, that should be put on safety are on the ways that would make it most effective. That's that's my point. Jay Busby, Yahoo Sports, joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. He, of course, he was hanging out at Daytona all this weekend. Jay, let me be blunt. If we would have had a death, a fan death in the stands, would we see immediate change in the speed of the cars, the safety fence, the launch or the trajectory of the cars addressed? Would we see immediate change? I would imagine so, yeah. I mean, I, I, it would be the, the scariest thing to imagine is that, is that NASCAR would not take any action. You know, that, that there would be a, well, you know, it was, it was, it was tough for this to happen, but, but this was a freak occurrence. I, and, and, you know, we have absolute confidence in the safety of our cars. And I, I just, 
I don't want to get into the into the, the route of predicting where they might go because I honestly don't know. But if if a death happened, if somebody died at a track, uh, you know, as a result of car of of car actions, then yeah, I think we would instantly see something to somehow slow those cars down. We'd see reinforced fencing, and I guess you know, as I as I talk, yeah, I guess maybe I'm saying I'm, I'm coming around to agree with you because. You know, it's it's just good fortune that somebody wasn't killed by a tire or by a piece of, by a piece of uh, flying fence. You know, sadly, and, and Jay, we're not arguing with you at all. We're just having a discussion here. Sadly, I'm oh, looking yeah, at, at motorsports in the past, and, and unfortunately, we've had a death at Indianapolis. Turn four, tire went up in the upper deck. We've had deaths at right. Charlotte Motor Speedway in 1996. Again, tires in the stands, and nothing was done. I just, I really want motorsports. I know Dario Franchitti was adamant about this on his Twitter account yesterday. I want IndyCar and NASCAR to finally come together and just do something. I don't know what it's going to take. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right, and... and this this starts to get into issues of human psychology. I mean, how easy is it for us to to, to express shock and horror at something, right? And then uh, and then just a few weeks later, it's it's past us, you know. And 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 so yeah, I think that that is definitely a concern. If somebody did die, then there would be. A, I think that the the worst thing that could happen, as I say, would be inaction. But I think that might be likely just because of of human psychology and and because of the cost. I mean, let's not. Let's, let's boil it down to cold facts. How much would it cost to get a track and to get cars to the point where they could be acceptably considered safe? Well, that would be, uh, you know, that, that'd be in the millions. And, and would tracks, would NASCAR be willing to spend that much more money to prevent uh, just a little bit of risk? I, you want to say yes, but you just don't know. Well, Jay Busby, Yahoo Sports, uh, two things there. Most of the tracks they run on are owned by NASCAR. And secondly, the last time the cars got this fast, they active they actively tried to slow them down after uh, you know the Allison and and the Bodine crashes. They need. I'm I'm not one that says that you have to go uh, 200 miles an hour in order to have a good show. I'm one that believes that competition makes a good show. So if they slow the cars down. Uh, I I think that would be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I cannot disagree with you there in, in the sense that if you've got relative speeds, you know, if everybody's running relatively at 180 miles an hour, then then what's the difference between that running, everyone running together at 200 miles an hour as long as everyone's within the same, uh, you know, within the same tolerances, within the same engineering specs and so forth. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I, I love the idea of speed, but... You know, speed at any cost? No, I don't think that anybody who's who's a true NASCAR fan and wants the long-term health of the sport, if they put if they put it in that those kinds of stark terms, you know, I don't think that anybody would be would want speed at any cost if the if the cost were that high. Freak Nation, his name Jay Busby. Following, following on Twitter, Yahoo Sports, joining us here in the Speed Freaks pits, golf, NASCAR. He's got it covered, dude. Thanks for staying up late. Go have a highball on the freaks. All right. <laughs> You guys saved me from watching Anne Hathaway on the Oscars, so uh, I love you for that. <laughs> All right, Busby, again, thanks for taking time out and coming to the Freak Nation, man. Anytime, anytime. Please give me a call again. We'll see you soon. All right, Jay Busby from Yahoo Sports joining us here in the Speed Freaks Pits.